When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome in to another episode of Farm to Fame. I am Animal Kelsey Edition. Winger. This is Ellie. That is Peyton Moylan. <laughs> she looked like you were choking her out. No, I was lightly touching I her. I know, I know. That is Peyton Moylan, and that is our Captain O, our Captain Maddie Mass. Today, we are bringing you guys the top prospects at the first base position. And today's episode is brought to you by our friends at SeatGeek. You can use code JOHNBOYPRESEASON for 15% off mm. of any order. That's a lot of percents. Yeah. All right. Uh, number one overall prospect is Tristan Cassis. Yeah, he is. Shuts off Cassis, they call him. Great story that came out about him this week that the team did not like him sunbathing um, before the games, but sun strong down in Florida. Uh, yep. And in Boston, apparently. So in 72 games in AAA last season, he hit 273 with 11 home runs and 863 OPS. And in 27 games in the show last year, 197 with five home runs. And 12 RBI. Now he was drafted by the Red Sox, 26 overall in 2018. <laughs> Did you call me a mover? <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Out of American Heritage High School in Florida. He missed a month of the 2022 season with a high ankle sprain before making his MLB debut in September. In 2021, he was named to the All-Olympic team after leading the tournament in home runs and RBI in six game. He was a silver medalist, losing to Japan in the final. Um, he has a 65-grade power. That's his biggest weapon. He had previously focused on contact in the minors. But if he focuses on putting the ball in the air, he has potential for 40 home runs a year, uh, which is monster numbers. He has a 60-grade arm, too. And his only true shortcoming is his speed. It's a 30-grade. But it makes sense because homeboy is 6'4 and 252 pounds. His ETA is this season. Obviously, he's had some time in to show before. All right. Carrying on our Bring Your Pets to Work Day, Tyler Soderstrom. I'd spoken about him a little bit earlier in our Dark Horse Catcher episode. Slash, mm. he's the athletics. He's, he's, he's the athletics. He's them. There he look is. Look at his picture. Does he look like a catcher or a first baseman to you? He looks like a catcher. Okay. If I'm going to be honest, I would have said first base. Okay, well, okay. that's why Maddie, we got the show. Tiebreaker. Mm, first, fair enough. Thanks. In 134 games in high A, double A, and triple A last year, he hit 267 with 29 homers and 105 RBIs with an wow. 825 OPS. Drafted by the A's, 26th overall in 2020 out of high school. Initially a catcher, but defense isn't MLB ready. So the A's have to put him at first base. He's played 90 games at catcher, 68 at first base in the minor league since pro debut. He's battled injury through 2021, playing only 57 games, promoted to start 2022, and flew through the ranks from A to AAA in one season. 
hit 297 in nine AAA games to finish the season. Wow. Makes consistent hard contact to all fields with good strength and bat speed for power. He's going to be here in 2023, guys. Mm, number three first base prospect is Kyle Manzardo with the Tampa Bay Rays. He is number 73 on the top prospects in MLB and 93 games between high A and double A last year. 327. 26 doubles, 22 home runs, 81 RBI, and a 10.43 OPS. He was drafted 63rd overall by the Rays in 2021 out of Washington State. He had the second highest OPS amongst all full season qualified minor leaguers last season. Also, when you look at the Rays minor leaguers as a whole, he led an average with that 327, OBP with a 426, and slugging with a 617. His numbers remain consistent from high A to double A, which is normally obviously a really good sign for a big leaguer. He had a 329 average in high A and a 324 average in double A, which projects to a 300-plus hitter in MLB. Um, the Rays are really working to increase his strength to unlock even more power and better mobility. But like I mentioned, 22 home runs isn't shy especially when you are hitting with that average too, but they think they can get even more power out of him. His exit velocities are nothing super impressive, but like we mentioned, still 22 home runs last year and his ETA is this year. Well, this I've guy. got a pretty impressive number four yeah. for you right here. Okay. Matt Mervis in the Cubs system, 24 years old, a little older. You'll find out why in a minute in 137 games through High A, double A, and triple A. He hit 309 with 40 doubles, 36 home runs, and 119 RBI. That's stupid. Just under a thousand OPS, 984 OPS. First went to Duke despite being drafted by the National 39th round. What's number 1,174 in your programs hmm. of the 2016 draft out of high school? Was a two way player at Duke, pitcher focused the first two years, hit at the last two. Played some third base at Duke, but not enough range for third base. Then he signed as a free agent in June of 2020 by the Cubs after a shortened MLB draft. Underwhelming first season in 2021, hit 204 in 69 A-ball games. Probably thinking my career might be over. Changed his swings, his mechanics, his bat path, and exploded in 2022 going from high A and then spending most of the time in AAA. He led minor league baseball in extra base hits with 78, total bases 310, and RBIs with 119. Second Say in doubles. Say that again. He led minor league baseball. All minor league baseball. That's what it says here. Am I mm -hmm. correct, Maddie? I think that no, I just think this is impressive. It's really impressive that he led all of minor league baseball in all 78 three of those. extra base hits, 310 total bases, 119 RBI. Second in doubles, third in home runs, fifth in slugging, and eighth in OPS. They're pretty dang good. Right? Best combo of power and contact in the whole cup system with great arm strength, 60-grade power and arm. Working this spring training to make the major leagues, obviously. Quoted as studying Mancini and Hosber. Man Trey Mancini said, I'm impressed with him. Seems like he's already got big league experience. You forget that he's that young. And with the Cubs doing what they're doing. I was watching the Cubs game for a little bit today. That lineup's not bad, but with the Cubs... Mm -hmm. Doing what they're doing, he's expected to be here this year. Very nice. Um, 119 RBI. Um, I can't get over those numbers. That's yeah. 
I mean, talk about betting on yourself a little bit, not yeah. signing with the Nationals, going and play college, pitching for two years and then saying, you know what? This is too easy. Maybe I'll just go switch to the other side. And then now he rakes. And signed as an undrafted free agent because of that shortened draft in the COVID yep. year. Five, um, five rounds. The five round Johnny, they called it. Yeah. So hasn't even really gotten like paid. Um, all right. The fifth overall first base prospect is Jordan Diaz with the Athletics. Man, we've mentioned the Athletics a lot in these episodes. Um, Can't wait till they move to Vegas and have a good team. It's going to be awesome. In 120 games between AA and AAA last year, 326 average, 34 doubles, 19 home runs, 83 RBI, and then he got a cup of coffee. 15 games in the show. Where were you? Cup hit? of Joe? Cup of Jay. When you look at what he did in 15 games, he hit 265, three doubles. Um, so that ain't bad. He was signed by the A's in 2016 as a third baseman out of Columbia. He didn't make it to full season ball until 2021, um, where he was added to the 40 man that year. But he exploded with a big season in 2022. He ended the season with a 348 average and a 928 OPS in 26 AAA games. Um, he's played mostly third base throughout his time in the minors. He played 215 games there, but has also played 68 games at first base and 60 games at DH. Um, and he's only played four games at second base, but played 12 of his 15 major league games there. So the athletics were taking a look at him in a position that he doesn't have too much experience at, but obviously mm. has versatility among the infield um, manager, Mark, Kotze. That's him. Doesn't know where he'll end up, but A's felt that his 12 games at second base were his best. He offensively profiles as a first baseman or a DH. He only has a 14.7% career K rate, but his aggressive hitting mentality means he walks rarely. Mm. He's an ETA of this year. The game is trending under younger. We're going to see a lot of these guys. Um, well, we have some dark horses for first base as well. And this first guy is a guy whom we have talked about a lot on the Farm Hispanic to Fame. You Titanic. may know him as the Hispanic Titanic, as Peter just told you. No. Ivan Melendez with the Arizona Diamondbacks. He was drafted by the Diamondbacks 43rd overall in 2022 out of Texas. Uh, he went from JUCO to Texas. He was drafted by the Marlins in 2021, but had opted to remain at Texas for a second season. Let's remind you, this is the guy who won the Golden Spikes Award in that 2022 season at Texas. He set the BB Corps record for most home runs in a season, which is why we talked about him so much. He had 32, which broke Colorado Rocky, Chris Bryant's 31 from 2013 he also led d1 in total bases and in slugging while having 51 strike strikeouts to 52 walks in 67 games now his downside is his bat speed which may result in him being an average hitter at the end but his eta is 2025 he looks to bounce back from a really underwhelming pro season debut um, and this comes after a really long spring with Texas. So he really didn't have that much time to recover and recoup. But Ivan Melendez, the Hispanic Titanic man, does he has some powers. Mm -hmm. A name that you have heard us say a lot on this podcast, Spencer mm. Torkelson. Yeah. Tigers first baseman, still only 23 years old. 
played 110 games in the big leagues last year, hit 203 with eight home runs, a 604 OPS. All right. Drafted by the Tigers first overall in 2020 out of Arizona State, entered 2022 MLB season as the number four prospect in all of baseball and the AL Rookie of the Year favorite. After hitting 267 with 29 doubles and 30 home runs with 91 RBI and a 935 OPS in his only pro season 2021, Hit 199 through July 17. The Tigers optioned him back to AAA. He returned as a September call-up and hit 219 with five doubles, one triple, three home runs in 27 games. Exceeded his rookie status in 2022 season. Says he took one week off after the season and is back gearing up for 2023. Manager AJ Hinch says he's physically sound but not there mentally, but they want him at first base every single day. Tigers have first base prospect Quincy Nipote behind him here, 270 with 25 doubles and 31 home runs in double A. May that get him the little bit of the competition that he might need to try and break with the team. A little takeaway. This is the guy that broke Barry Bond's ASU home run record with 25. If he can figure it out with a young man by the name of Miguel Cabrera, who's in his last season and looking to mentor, Maybe the stars will align and everything will take off for Spencer Torkelson. There's just been so much talk about him because of the college player that he was and obviously was drafted first overall, but like really like none of his numbers um, stand out to you. No, like, and not even, I mean, like, yeah, his, his season in 2021 in the minors, he had some big power numbers, um, but man, I mean, just a underwhelming numbers from him so far. But um, and the fact that the manager at Hinch had brought up that mentally he's not there. Um, yeah, yeah. It's to be That's- expected though. 21, 22 in the big leagues. I don't know what I would have done. I got there in twenty seven and was a mess. Does it concern you that Hinch noted his? No, because that's like. You gotta you gotta break out of that mentally. And man, when you are down on yourself, sometimes it's just so hard to. But that also tells you that physically, like nothing needs to change. You just gotta switch it into gear and maybe come more committed. Maybe he wants that to be a kick in the pants that that you know, show up a little bit early during spring, get your work in. Look, if you if you I'm not saying this by any means, but a lot of the times if you're the number one pick and you you know, you have a, a target on your back too. You've mm-hmm. got you got all these other people that are looking at you to do something. Mm-hmm. Maybe that pressure, you know, can can be taken off a little bit as, as there's more players surrounding him in Detroit this year too. Well, if pressure can be taken off of him a little bit, you can get 15 taken off a little bit of your ticket purchase because we have a very special announcement from our friends at SeatGeek because they want to celebrate baseball being back. Spencer Don't Torkelson being back. We all? Um, and SeatGeek is giving you 15% off of your next purchase with code JOHNBOY PRESEASON. It doesn't matter what you're buying, whether it's concert tickets, whatever sport you want to go watch, or if you've bought on SeatGeek before, which is really nice, code JOHNBOY PRESEASON is still going to hook you up. We do want to note that this special offer is only available on purchases made up until March 31st. So stop your waiting, open the SeatGeek app and add the code JOHNBOYPRESEASON to your account. That is what? JOHNBOYPRESEASON. Thank you, Maddie. For 15, very alert, Peter, very alert. For 15% off of your next SeatGeek purchase, 
You'll thank us later. 15 percentages. Um, all right. Fun storyline. We'll run through this really quick because my Colorado Rockies have two first base prospects to keep an eye on. The most important thing I want to note here is the pronunciation of Michael Tolia. The uh, G, the G is silent. Thank you. Michael Tolia. You should just take it out. Uh, I know it's. We've talked plenty about this because it's okay. so hard to look at it and not say the G Toglia, but it's Tolia. Michael Tolia. Um, great. Kid. We're out of time. We can't talk about him. We talk about. I'm talking about him. Very <laughs> personable, hilarious kid, and 114 games in Double A and Triple A. He had 30 home runs, 20 doubles, 83 RBI, seven stolen bases, and 851 OPS. He got called up in August by the Rockies. He had 31 games, a nice little cup of joe. Um, he only hit 216. He had eight doubles, 12 RBI. Drafted by the Rockies 23rd overall in 2019 at a UCLA. Um, the Rockies really liked him because they had also drafted him in the 35th round in 2016, but he opted for UCLA. Hmm. Like I mentioned, he made his debut in August. I believe that debut was here in Atlanta. Um, but he is a true three outcome player. He has a 30.1% K rate, a 13.1% walk rate, but he's a switch hitter and he has 60 grade power on both sides of the plate. He's really, really known defensively for his glove at first, but the majority of his playing time up in the show last year came at right field because you have CJ Crone at first. Um, for the Rockies, but yeah, I mean, he's projected to be a gold glove first baseman. He has good movement, excellent range, a really strong arm. Unfortunately, we just didn't get to see him, um, as much there as we would have liked last season because CJ Crone was going off. Um, but his ETA is 2023 big discussion. If he's going to break the opening day, um, roster, they really want to see that strikeout rate go down for him. Mm. Um, Grant Levine is another first base prospect for the Rockies and a hundred and I just pronounced it like Avril Levine. That's what I did too. And I was reading it. I was thinking Levigne. Yes, this has got to be another back-to-back um, si -back silent G's. What? Avril set the tone. Nice job, Maddie. Um, 125 games in high A and double A. He hit 283. He had 23 doubles, 10 home runs, and 802 OPS. He was drafted by the Rockies 42nd overall in 2018. He's naturally a contact over power hitter but has lost that a bit over the past few years. He got back to that contact first approach in 2022. That's when he reached double A for the first time. He increased his walks and hard contact. They're really Good. hoping power comes through with natural strength, but this next line is my favorite. Yeah. You <laughs> take him to the Arizona fall league in 2022 best prospects in baseball are there. And he hit mm -hmm. 328 with seven doubles two triples, a home run, and a 966 OPS in 17 AFL games. The downside is his defense, which, as we noted with Tolia, is one of his really strong points. This improved in 2022 overall, but still a fringy defender with a subpar arm. His ETA is 2024. Love some Colorado Rockies talk. Mm. All righty, folks, those are the first base prospects that we want you to be looking out for for this season. Peter, is there one that stands out to you? No, really. I'm going to go with Spencer Torkelson as my little dark horse. I really want to see him come back and just rake. I was really impressed with Matt Mervis, who you talked about with the Cubs. Mm, those, tell you what. Yeah. 
All right, that wraps up the first base prospects that you need to know for 2023. Baseball's almost here, baby. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Farm on, farm often. We will see you guys in the next episode.